This is the Notepod episode four. I'll be talking about Tiny Habits. This is a book by B.J. Fogg from Wikipedia here. B.J. Fogg is an American social scientist who is currently a research associate from or at Stanford University, and he is an author. He is the founder and director of the Stanford Persuasive Technology Lab, later named as Behavior Design Lab. That's the end of the excerpt from Wikipedia. But Tiny Habits, really great book about habits. I would say if you want to build just habits in general, there's three books to read. So Tiny Habits, great one, Atomic Habits, and then The Power of Habit. So read Tiny Habits. I I would definitely, I think Atomic Habits, start with Atomic Habits, and then Tiny Habits. Atomic Habits has kind of like a nice mix of, say, like, science and a very, like, straightforward framework. So does Tiny Habits. Both of these are more in the how-to, and I think if you read both of them, then you'll have a good framework to work with. I think the number of tactics or just this focus on figuring out the tactics that will work for building your habits is covered really well in Tiny Habits. And then with The Power of Habit, check that out if you want to, if, if you want to read more about the science and kind of the why behind why we have good habits, bad habits, what leads to them. But for the how of actually like building those habits, definitely tiny habits and atomic habits. But for right now, I'm going to be talking about tiny habits. We'll get into some of my favorite highlights from the book. From tiny habits, if you can't change one component of the behavior model, motivation in this case, then you focus on changing the others, ability and prompt. What about her exercise habit? As it turned out, she didn't need any adjustment. Once Katie removed the distraction of scrolling, she started working out with the plans and tools she already had in place. That's the end of the quote. So what this is talking about is uh, an example of wanting to exercise in the morning. And this was hits very close to home. Wanting to exercise in the morning, but instead grabbing the phone and just scrolling. And there's just that, uh, not endorphin, uh, like dopamine hit that you get every time you see someone, like those different like notifications. Someone liked your photos. There's new photos to look at. You got new email whatever it is in the morning that you get excited about that your phone can give you that in the long run aren't as important as working out. The problem is, so they say like, in this case with the behavior model, it's like motivation and ability. Motivation won't change because your phone, like those things don't, you can't just make those things that excite you stop being exciting, but you can change things about ability where one thing you can do with the phone is block different websites in the morning or have the Wi-Fi turned out, like have it in airplane mode. And that makes it, that lowers the ability for you to get those dopamine hits. You can hide your phone entirely in the morning and use a separate, use an alarm clock for your alarm. And then this will make it more difficult for you to check your phone. And potentially if you make it hard enough, then it's easier to just start working out instead. Again, I try to do this. I have the same thing where I wake up, I want to get to working out as soon as possible. Instead, I will check my phone, start scrolling. And a lot of times what I need to do is disconnect these two things of working out and needing my phone because sometimes I'm, I'm pretty good about like, oh, I need to go work out and I need to not check my phone. But I'll grab my phone because I want to put something on to listen to while I work out. So I just need, in the same way, changing the alarm clock to an actual alarm, maybe having something else to play the music from or play the podcast from, and having some kind of system where I 
don't get so one of the dopamine kind of things that i check my phone for is new podcast episodes i love to see what there is to listen to and then it takes me the same way people make those jokes about spending more time figuring out what to watch on netflix than actually watching the show i spend a lot of time scrolling through popping up like looking at that stream of new episodes popping in to my podcast feed and it sounds so dumb saying that out loud but that's the case so if i can just have an audiobook. I think that is actually the thing I should do is just have an audiobook that I'm working through every morning and just use that right away and start walking right away. Make it easier to just start working out than it is to scroll on my phone. Next quote from Tiny Habits. The next time I needed a ride, I barely thought about how I'd get to my destination. I didn't even consider a regular taxi. No decision needed. I just fired up the Uber app and pushed some buttons. Yes, the habit formed that fast one and done. Most behaviors take more time than this to morph from decision into habit, but I hope you see my point. He's talking about some habits that can be created very quickly. Another example is having the epiphany and that could change your habits very quickly. This reminded me just of the episode of, is it Joe Rogan? It's, it's not Joe Rogan. It's with um, the American Glutton. I don't know. I think that might not be. It's with e- Ethan Sharpley. I'll need to look these names up and correct them. But he, yeah, Kevin Smith talks about becoming a vegan, eating better. And one of the things is that he had a heart attack. And that's definitely like this very strong epiphany moment. So that's one way that you can change your habits. Another side to this quote about just like switching, Uber made it so much easier. So if you can figure out like a habit that you want to change and you you can make it, it has to be probably like a magnitude easier if you want to switch habits that quickly. So great if you can find opportunities to do that where you can make it a few taps versus minutes and minutes or like hour long process. I think one way to do that is to figure out and I think a lot of people are doing this now with quarantine is figuring out a way to work out at home. That can become probably a magnitude easier as far as starting than going to a gym. So if you really want to start working out a little bit each day. One of the best ways to is to figure out a bodyweight exercise that you can do at home or yoga that you can do at home. And it is just so much less friction than having to pack everything. There's just a lot more fr- friction involved with leaving the house and getting to the gym, especially if you go from there straight to work. So having that kind of routine at home reduces the friction enough that it's worth figuring out. I'll do one more quote. The book Tiny Habits has these maxims. So one of the maxims, so this is actually the first maxim in the book, the Tiny Habits maxim. Number one, help people do what they already want to do. That's the end of the quote. I guess it's not really a quote, it's just me saying the maxim. But the, yeah, that idea of helping people do what they already want to do. This reminds me of building up a reading habit where some of the best guidance that I've heard, like if you want to read more, find something that you like doing already. Don't start with a boring, deep book that you might learn a lot from if you finish it when it it can be all right. It's all right to start with comic books. I think that's something recommended by Thomas Frank from the College Info Geek podcast. He has a video about reading more and building that habit. When you just start out building that habit, great thing to do, read things you enjoy. That's I think that's a pretty huge thing. And do things you already want to do. Like If you want to read more, 
start with books that you enjoy. Eventually, you can start to branch out into different things that you want to learn. But if you just want to build the habit, something else in Tiny Habits is just this idea that practicing habits is a practice. So you, you build up the skill of building habits. And the best way to do that is to get the reps in. Getting reps with your habit is really important. Uh, practicing starting is really important. It can sound silly to practice just the start of the habit, but you can do that multiple times without needing to do the full follow through of the rest of that. Uh, I remember there's Steve Pavlina, Pavlina. He had this blog. I think it, it, one of his most popular things was about like polyphasic sleep. So that's where you sleep for 20 minutes every four hours. But he also had a, a lot of great stuff about productivity. And, and one of the posts he had was about waking up early, building up the habit of waking up early, being a morning person. And he called out like, it's going to seem silly, but you should practice waking up. So he suggested have your alarm, have a dark room, you know, close, shut the windows or like cover the windows, make sure that you're in the dark room, have the alarm, practice jumping out of bed, going out, drinking water, whatever it is that you're going to do the first thing. Then you don't wait till the next day. You just do this again, and you can do this in the middle of the day. Practice waking up a few times, get a few reps of that, so you, you just crawl back into bed, set a timer, get out, and this is just practicing the starts, making sure you're good at the very start of the habit. And that's kind of like the most important moment when you're building a habit is figuring out the start so that some people stop before they start. So if you can get good at starting, this is why... Tiny Habits is kind of one of the like key stories in this is that if you've ever heard that advice of just floss one tooth, that's pretty much from BJ Fogg and his his framework for that's taught in Tiny Habits and that he's taught for years um, at Stanford and in like online workshops. And it's because flossing one tooth reduces like the mental like you know you can floss one tooth so now you have no more like mental barriers about the difficulty of it and then flossing one tooth just sounds so easy and it's very unlikely that you're going to only floss the one tooth so that is kind of the key thing in this book is whatever habit you want to build break it down as much as possible until you have just a tiny piece to start with that will lead into the bigger pieces. Something I have is I have a shortcut on my phone that allows me to write an outline really quickly. So it just runs me through like what's something that I read or listened to recently and then write down three topics that I remember from that. And my habit is to press that at some point in the day, I know I can always do that. It takes less than 30 seconds, really, like less than 20 seconds. And then usually it will lead to more writing. Sometimes it doesn't, but I know it's this habit that will help me with writing, with writing more consistently. Writing better, maybe not. That's what, what I need to probably work on, but I do write a little bit every day. So having that is good. And then if I do want to write better, then a core part of that will be able to will be writing consistently. So at least I'll have that portion of it down. Now I need to practice revising consistently and not rambling and that sort of thing. But one step at a time. That's the end of this episode, maybe. I need to take a look at how long this is. So this clip was 12 minutes. I can probably do another highlight, one more highlight. I think that was three. Should have wrote it down. But next highlight from Tiny Habits, the squats and the feel good or the good feelings you get from the movie are too far apart for dopamine to build a bridge between the two that's the end of the quote so this is that idea that you go through the process of the habit you're trying to build a habit and one thing you want to do after you finish the habit is to have celebration routine but if you do your workout in the morning and then you want to 
reward yourself, but you wait until night to have that reward, it doesn't tie that connection. Too much has happened between. So you just are unable to build that habit because you have no reward after the workout. You're just sore. So instead, a nice thing you can do, I think a lot of people probably do, I mean, a lot of people do do this, is you look at the protein shake as the reward for doing the workout where protein shake tastes good. You like to have that. You do the workout before that. It has the dopamine hit between it. There's a satisfaction from working out. And it's also why a lot of people enjoy doing kind of like the burnout at the end or like the the cash out kind of workout at the end of the workout where you, you know, let it all out and you're on the floor. Similar to, yeah, just like depending on how this is almost certainly how like CrossFit got became so popular is that almost every yeah so it always ends with like maybe not always so I probably shouldn't say that I, I haven't I've gone to a decent amount of classes in the in the past and usually by the end of it workouts pretty tough you're on the floor you're sweating and that feeling of accomplishment is a reward in itself so much more than stepping off the treadmill after walking on it for an hour um, just having that yeah the endorphin rush from a good hard workout can be part of that reward but figuring out a way to celebrate and a way to have like positive feelings after completing something is important and to not have this huge gap between it where this can be similar to if you're doing like a diet where you have the cheat meal and you're trying to it can be great to have like that once a week cheat but it's not really helping to build the habits um throughout the days when their days without cheat meals and yeah not not just for like these food habits and less so with like the other habits they're trying to build it might be difficult to figure out how to celebrate so this book also has some ideas for how to celebrate from tiny habits here are some celebrations that you can try they include ones you can do in the middle of a crowd or in the privacy of your own home say yes or yay do a fist pump smile big imagine your child clapping for you and gives a few more different ways to celebrate that's that's the end of the quote anyway finish this episode i have not worked up a sweat so i will just say yay and imagine all the listeners clapping for me they have their airpods on you have your airpods on and give me a round of applause (laughs) or not uh but thanks for listening that again check out tiny habits by bj fogg one of the best habits books out there would put it up there with I mean, if I'm going to give one to somebody, it's going to be between these two, Tiny Habits or Atomic Habits. Those are the two that you need with, they're the best, like, nuts and bolts, here's how to do it. And depending on whether, I think Tiny Habits has, like, better visuals, and Atomic Habits has, I think, a really concrete, straightforward framework. Both of them are good. Anyway, maybe I'll do Atomic Habits next. Wally and I have talked about that. I need to break this habit of rambling on at the end of the episode. Bye. Thanks for listening.